This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, good afternoon in New York, right? And good morning in California. Yeah, it's a little after 2.30 here. Well, I have a big treat today because I've not only got my wonderful engineer, Paul, sitting here by me on my right, but I have our guest on our left, and behind him, guess what, is his mother, who is my golf buddy, Lonnie Ciotek. And she is here supporting the whole team, and I am so excited to have her because she's such a dear friend, and we're going to be talking about uh, her son, Terrence, who... Um, passed away last year, and she is such a fabulous person, but such a good friend, and uh, I've kind of gone a bit on her journey with her on, a, on the golf course, actually, uh, riding around in our golf carts, and she's a better golfer than I am, but what can I say? But anyway, so she's Heidi... She's a better golfer than me, too. <laughs> than her son, Chris. So, <laughs> Heidi, uh, we're getting ready, all of us, to go to Costa Mesa, California, for the TCF, the, the Compassionate Friends, those acronyms, the Compassionate Friends National Conference. So if you folks are out there, if you've had the loss of a child, we hope that you will come and join us at the conference, because it's going to be pretty amazing, isn't it, Heidi? These conferences are so incredible, and they're so healing, and they're so inspiring, and I love that our guest today is going to be one of the singers and, you know, he's going to play his music because music brings us to a whole different level. It really touches your soul and your heart. And you're going to find that out today with this show because I, I just love music. It is so healing, Mom. Absolutely. And Chris Donahoe is going to be playing his music at the Compassionate Friends Luncheon on July 20th. So, you know what? I want to say if you haven't had a child die but have had another loss and you want to sneak in, to Costa Mesa and come and hear him play at the luncheon. I think they're going to have people able to stand at the back and listen who didn't want to uh, sign up for the luncheon. So just tell them Gloria sent you. Anyway, so today I'm going to introduce Chris Donahoe. And Chris, we're going to talk today about honoring a sibling with music. Chris is from San Francisco, and I had the great opportunity to go hear an in-house concert uh, he did at his daughter, at, at his sister Sarah's house uh, a few months ago, and he's just absolutely wonderful. He's based in San Francisco, and he's done a lot of music. He's released three albums, uh, one since 2009. He has been very busy, one called What Drives You, and Hermosilla. And Hermosilla. Hermosilla. You can see I don't speak uh, Spanish. Hermosilla or Italian. What is it? Where did you produce it? Spanish. In Madrid. (laughs) Oh, in Madrid. I knew it was somewhere. Uh, And his latest uh, project is March. And this album is is inspired by his difficult and profound experience of watching his younger brother, Terrence, battle multiple sclerosis. And Chris and his family were with Terrence when they passed away in 2011. And Terrence, this show is for you. Well, Chris, tell us a little bit about your music and how, uh, what the inspiration for March has been. March was an album I began to write. Um, my family and I had moved to Madrid, Spain for a year in 2009, 2010. And as I was coming home, uh, my brother Terrence's illness was progressing. Um, and I came back to the States and 
really was looking for something to write about, and I didn't put it together that Terrence had been weighing heavily in my mind. And when I started to write songs, they were really about him and what he was going through and what he was experiencing and how it affected me. And I really felt like I needed to produce a record uh, as a way of expressing myself and how I felt and, and how it was affecting me and... and um, and it was just to witness his his battle and his struggle and his courage was incredibly inspiring. And he uh, was a very accomplished person, Heidi. He was a, a physician and had had um, been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis during uh, his residency, I believe. So, uh, and it was a, a difficult decline, very difficult for the family. And I, I think it's uh, wonderful to heal with music. Don't you, Heidi? I do, and that's what I was going to ask a, a little bit more detail about Terrence. How, how old was he when he got MS? He was 35 years old. He was a first-year surgical resident in uh, Mercy Hospital in Pittsburgh, and really just starting off on this medical career, which he was very passionate about. He was very good at, um, and was you know the world may have lost a great surgeon. How ironic! Here he is studying medicine. He's only 35, and he gets multiple sclerosis. I mean, that's just bizarre. Yeah, it was. it's an incredible irony. And um, he called me when he told me he had the disease, and he said uh, he knew from the beginning in his heart that the outcome was going to be death. He said to me, I'm going to be in a wheelchair in five years. And he decided to live his life uh, as fully as you can with this disease, knowing what the outcome would be. And that was pretty incredible to, to see and to witness and an unbelievable learning experience for me. I've got to tell you that your website is so moving, especially when you talk about Terrence and how he was grateful to the very end and, and gratitude became his mantra. I mean, I just love what you say about him on this website. And we'll be talking about gratitude, but first we're going to go into a song called Bullet. And what I'm interested in this song, uh, Chris, is that when I was listening to it and listening to this fabulous album that you've done, March, when I heard the song about uh, Bullet, and it, the idea is, and I'll have you more talk, but I will just say what it was for me. It was talking about, did I dodge a bullet or did the bullet dodge me? And what it what it brought up for me is, how does life happen? How do some people have things happen to them and some not? And, you know, Heidi, you were saying uh, with Scott's automobile accident, you know, how, you know, you make the wrong turn at one moment and how is one person have this happen in another? And uh, so I, I really liked the way you talked about, did I dodge a bullet in the uh, or did the bullet die to me? I don't know, Heidi. Do you have a comment on that? I'm going to let Chris comment on it. Well, well, it resonated with me, and I don't, I don't know what Chris, Chris, how it resonated with Chris, and I mean, he can tell us. But for me, you said in in the in that this song, faith's good intention, divine intervention. Lord knows just what it means. Did I dodge the bullet, or did the bullet dodge me? Now, for me personally, and for all the siblings I've worked with over the years, I have some survivor sibling guilt. It's like, you know, my brother died in a car accident, and I was actually in an accident that was even more severe or as severe as his and walked away from it. So, I mean, it's just interesting how these things happen, and who knows why. And, and I love I loved some of the words in this song. Yeah, well, thank you. I can, I can tell you about the genesis briefly of the bullet, and it's related to all of that. And uh, last year, my son, who was six, fell off a ski lift and fell to the ground and landed and was completely fine. 
um, his godfather was with us, and we were down in the clinic, and he said, man, did we dodge a bullet. This could have ended a lot worse. And it just got me to thinking. And as I wrote the song, I thought about Terrence. I thought about exactly that. Why does this these why do these terrible tragedies and incidents why do they happen to us and what can we do about it and how should we perceive it and as the song says you know we really are there is fate is it is it god is it luck is it physics and all we can do ultimately is do the best we can every day and try to live this world in this world and be grateful and and deal with what comes our way, good or bad, and try to face it with uh, the right attitude. Well, on that note, let's hear Bullet. A shot in the dark just whistled on by I stare at the ceiling and ask myself why A hair's breath from it all taken away In my mind's eye night and day What to believe Justice or goodness Or just not quite time yet Who knows what it could be Did I dodge the Well, Heidi, that is, you know, that that sweet voice, isn't that amazing? It is. It's powerful. Very, very powerful song. I I, I should say my my son was fine, and um, as I I wrote that song, you know, I really do think that... um, you know, life, uh, being grateful for the fact that we can be here and open our eyes every day is really a great starting point. And no matter what comes our way, if we can use gratitude as the foundation, we can we can get through a lot uh, as people. Yeah, I really, you know, listening to this album, look, listening to uh, Dodge the Bullet, and by the way, um, you've got to get this album and hear the rest of that song because, you know, this sweet voice is so moving. And uh, Heidi, I love the next one, Gratitude, as Chris was saying, because uh, we've talked a lot about gratitude, haven't we, over the years? We have, Chris, and, and you may know this, but, you know, the research is now finally supporting, there's evidence-based research out there about gratitude and how gratitude is one of the number one ways that we can shift our energy and be in a more positive space. Just like you said, we, it may be starting out small, like you said, with just, you know what, I'm grateful that I can open my eyes every day. And from there, we can move forward. Yeah, you make a great point. And, and Terrence, one of the ultimate lessons I learned from Terrence, and I've been a fairly grateful person, I'd like to think, my whole life, but seeing Terrence and watching him battle and listening to him tell me I've lived a great life. I'm a very lucky man. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my siblings. All this on his deathbed, it just shows me that if he can be grateful with staring death in the face, then I can be grateful to face any of life's challenges. So he was able to get to that place, and there's no reason why I can't keep that in the forefront of my existence. Which is totally amazing, because he even over time lost his eye, most of his eyesight. I mean, uh, this gratitude, it, it is an amazing thing to find that. And 
as Heidi said, there's actually been research that shows that gratitude can actually change your brain waves. And by the, uh, by the way, Chris, I mean, eight minutes of gratitude a, a day can, they did a study that showed that it actually changed people's brain waves. But I'm thinking, wow, what a combination, Chris, not only thinking of gratitude, but listening to your song about gratitude. Uh, I gotta believe that if people would think of a grateful thing and listen to your song, it would be an amazing thing. Well, and that song, Heidi, what you said earlier strikes me. That song came out of sitting and feeling guilty, uh, feeling, thinking about my brother, you know, uh, across the country and really wondering, what can I do for him? He's, he's sick. He's ill. He's in bed. He's lost the function of his body. And I felt helpless. What can I do to to help him outside of love him? And I said, you know what I can you, he showed me that he was still grateful. All right, the least I can do is be grateful that that I am healthy, I'm alive. And that's really where the song came out of. It came out of that guilt, and it brought me to a place of, of gratefulness. All right, so let's hear gratitude from the um, from Chris's album, March. I can race through the day, can live in the rush. And what can you do? What can you do? I can lie in the dark, say life isn't fair And what can you do? What can you do? But teach me everything And the only thing, the only thing Heidi, on that gratitude, I'll have to say that one of the things I'm grateful for right this very moment is for Chris and his talent and the fact that he is willing to come here and to share with us and to share with our audience his journey and how he has used his creativity through music to deal with this journey and to connect with his brother in amazing ways. Absolutely. And I, I love in the song when he says the only thing when all is stripped away is gratitude. Terrence is such an example to all of us that you can have gratitude even when everything else is gone because he had he was sitting there in bed with nothing. His body, everything had shut down, and he still had gratitude, which is so inspiring. Now, you hit the nail on the head, and that's exactly what I was trying to communicate with the song, and and that's what I really want my music to do. I really want music. I want to express myself and express what I believe and what I feel. And at the heart of this is gratitude. And all my music going forward is going to have some sort of this, some of this inspiration in it. I don't know how it'll manifest itself exactly in the future, but Terrence really gave me a new launching pad. And um, he talked about the ripple effect before he died. He said, let, my li- let me live through the ripple of your life. And so I try to make my music keep him alive. There's really... um. And it feels wonderful to be able to do that. 
Well, it is a huge ripple. I mean, we know we have about 190,000 people that listen to the radio show a year, and most of those people are fairly newly bereaved. And then uh, you never know what the effect of that is, how many people download it and pass it around to friends and that kind of thing. So the gratitude that our audience out there and uh, has for you and for the work you're doing, and not all that many people are willing to go to that place, are they, Heidi? Um, no, I'm just struck by what Terrence said, I've got to say, because um, I know we're not going to be able to close, the closing is going to be this long, but the idea that he said, let me live through the ripple of your life. I love that because everyone that we've loved and have lost, we are living as a tribute to them and the life that they led, and I love that he said that. It was, that's so beautiful. Amazing. Yes, yeah, such it, it is, and you know, I promised myself when he died that I would I would talk about him. I would I would sing my songs and and I would you know there's a lot of sadness but there's so, there were there's so many positives to be learned from him and he would want me to focus on those positives and spread that around and I feel it's my responsibility as a sibling and and as a member of my family and um, we're still grieving. We'll always be grieving. We'll always miss him. But he still lives. There's stories. There's songs. There's so much that we can um, put out into the world that's about Terrence. Absolutely. Heidi, have you got a sibling comment to that? I'm thinking your little mind's got to be grinding around when he says that. Or your big mind. Oh, my gosh. Chris and I could, could talk for hours on this subject. But, you know, that Chris just brought up something that is so important as a sibling one of our roles in life is to keep our brothers and our sisters, their memory alive for our children and for all the generations that come after us. Because my children know Scott, and they've never met him. They know him through the stories that I pass down and that I talk to them about. So, I mean, that is something, like you said, Chris, we keep our siblings alive through our, the memories. Yeah, and there are so many wonderful stories. And the more you talk about your your lost sibling, the more they sort of flood back into your forefront of your your mind. And the ones you don't remember, then you start talking. You keep that dialogue alive, and you you keep learning more about him or laughing about him. And I could go on and on about the funny stories about Terrence. And um, it's great because I think of him in a positive way, and I don't think of him – I have a really great – memory of him and don't think about the terrible tragedy he suffered. I think about the positive effect he's had upon my life, and I can share that with, with anybody. Well, well, Chris, you're bringing up such a good point because our siblings are the way that they lived, not the way that they died. The way that they died was a moment in time. The way that they lived is years and years of memories for us. And so those are the things that I, I love to remember, too. And like you said, the funny stories, mm-hmm. you know, the, even the sibling rivalry, all of it, all of it is good stuff, all the memories. It is. It is. So uh, we're going to go out with a last song. It's not gonna, we're not going to go out for a, a minute, but um, I want to, first of all, have Chris talk about the last song from his CD, March, and about, um, I know it's got kind of a double meaning March being uh, uh, Terrence's birthday and March also uh, Terrence marching into his own drummer. I've listened to it. It's it's wonderful. And I want Chris to talk a little bit about that. And then I want him to talk about his website because he has a fabulous website and where you can find him. And then uh, we'll go out with the uh, March, which is talking about his beautiful brother, which uh, really touched my heart. Well, thank you, Gloria. I really appreciate you having me, Heidi. Thank you so much. And I'll tell you, my music can be found at www.chrisdonahoe.com, and it's available on iTunes, CD Baby, and 
most uh, digital retailers. Um, March is a song written directly to Terrence about him, and I never got to play it for him. I never was able to. He died before I could, and I told him I had finished it, and I and he said, just make sure you play it for Doug and Diego, his sons, and they've they've heard it, but it's about his struggle. It's about knowing that his life was going to end. He knew it, and he just lived life to the fullest. He faced it, marched forward through it with courage and grace and dignity, and didn't feel sorry for himself, and lived his life as fully as possible, knowing this was the outcome. And I really admire him for that, and I learned from that. I'll, I'll carry that with me for the rest of my life. I love the song. I'm very proud of it. Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Chris. And we wanted to uh, put March as the end because we wanted to be able to play the whole thing out so that you folks out there who want to hear the whole thing will be able to hear it. And uh, it's been great to have Chris on, hasn't it, Heidi? It's been wonderful. Thank you, Chris, and thank you for sharing Terrence with us. Thank you very much for having me. And Terrence, thank you for being in all of our lives. Light and dark a blur Pray to some cruel saboteur And you Some wars can't be won Somehow you knew it all along And you march You don't lay your weapons down Your feet numb to the Let 
you